Uh, all right, let's start talking about these China balloons because you know they asked Biden about it, and Biden's like, I like balloons. Can you give it to me after I see the doctor? Hey, there's a nice balloon in the sky. China sent it to me. My God. And then, firstly, it started off as one balloon, and then there were two balloons, and then all of a sudden there were three balloons, so it sounds like these balloons are procreating. I want to watch this Asian cream pie balloon porn. Let's see when these balloons, they mingle together in the sky. All of a sudden, you got even more China balloons. But before we do a full breakdown of the China balloons, because we're, we're, we're going right into the China balloon topic. This whole episode might be about China balloons, but let's give it a blast for today's topics. Here we go. The new government hotline you can call if you accidentally took too many abortion pills. And local news... Are New York City migrants trashing hotel rooms the only rock stars left? Philosophers debate what an unlimited debt limit even means. In international news, a Australian radioactive capsule has been located. But when will the hunt for and killing of oversized radioactive spiders begin? And then lastly, why would a Chinese spy balloon be checking out Montana? Don't they know that we got more interesting places that they could be checking out? You guys want to be looking at Montana? We'll just, you can just cross the border. We'll just let you guys walk around Montana. Whatever you want to check out in Montana. Um, all right, so obviously, China, they're not making us look very good. They're bitching us out right now. They're going, listen, you guys are sending all your tanks over to Ukraine. You're being caught in all these wars. You're blowing up, uh, leaving Afghanistan too early. You're leaving supplies over there too. And they just go, listen, we're going to bitch you guys out. We're going to show you how easily we can cross your border without any fancy technology, with just simple old balloons that we could be blowing up with EMPs over your skylines. They're just going, hey, Biden, we want to let you know what's up. And so obviously we can't just be getting bitched out by China like this, right? We don't want to be going to war with China, but we don't want to be getting bitched out either. So I'm thinking we got to send our balloons over there, send the whole fucking Macy's Sky Parade. That's what I say. You know, let them uh, make this the lamest way to ever start World War III, where it starts off with just little fucking tiptoeing into other people's borders going, hey, you want to start some shit? It, that, that's what this is. It's getting your chest right up into another country's face with, with balloons. So did they want to play the balloon game? We got balloons over here. You don't think we got balloons? We could be sending it to China. I'm talking big-ass fucking Snoopies or, or uh, I don't know. I've never been to the Macy's Day Parade. What's the, what, what kind of raunchy shit we got at the Macy's Day Parade that we could just start floating over that China border to go, hey, you think you're the only one who can sneak balloons into a country? We got balloons here too. And then uh, maybe it wasn't balloons at all. I mean, because I'm, I'm convinced government lies to us about fucking everything, right? They're, 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 that's where I'm coming from at this point. My Whatever they're telling me at this point, I'm like, okay, well, that can't be true. So how bad do you guys think whatever the fuck was floating around in the sky was that the best lie they can come up with is, oh, yeah, that's a that's a China sky balloon. We better not touch that thing because that, that that, that, that's China military, but we're not shooting it down. And then how crazy was that? I, I love this. You get the, the, the chief generals up there and they're like, yeah, that thing's floating around. It's going to collect a lot of stuff, but don't worry. We're observing it and we're exploring our options. Really? I mean, we're all doing that. We're all looking at the thing. It's floating around in front of us. I guess we're all observing it and exploring our options. And then, of course, they go, well, we can't shoot that thing down. It might be dangerous. It's out in the middle of nowhere. We can't just have things in the middle of nowhere falling down and maybe landing in the middle of nowhere. I mean, after all, we're environmentalists. We care about our environment. We're, we're taking agendas to, uh, to ensure that the planet doesn't get any warmer while the countries that would actually make a dent in it just continue to grow and China and India keep doing their thing. But us over here, we care about the environment. 
And so it may be if this thing floats over a populated area like New York City, then we could shoot it down because then it would be just be falling on buildings. But if this thing's going to be falling on vacant land in the middle of nowhere, possibly landing on a goat, we, we can't have a random grizzly bear having a, having, a, having a cloud fall down from the sky on top of it. You know why I think they didn't shoot it down? I bet because, you know, China's here. They're just mocking us, like floating fucking things right over our skies. Our defense systems don't even know that they're coming. Trillions of dollars being spent on defense, and little did you know, you could just float balloons right over our atmosphere, come through Canada, and nobody ever even saw it coming. China's like, look, we're going to slip one past you. And you know why we didn't blow, You know why we didn't, uh, we didn't shoot this thing down? I got the secret intel, because I've got sources inside the government. I know you guys think I'm out here, and I'm just saying stupid shit. You think I'm just reading the newspaper, researching? How do you think I really get things right? I've got inside sources that send me the information on these things, and that's why I'm actually able to be right on these things. Because you got people who are sitting at the CIA, they're sitting at the FBI, and they're like, I can't just be looking around at all these terrible decisions that our government's making. They go, I got to be a whistleblower. But then you get on Fox News, you're whistleblowing too loudly. People like a light whistleblow. And so what they do is they contact me at Run Your Mouth Enterprises, and they give me the inside scoops that I can relate to you. And uh, the reason why we didn't shoot the thing down is because China actually filled it up with farts. And you thought it was embarrassing that there was just a fucking balloon coming in over our borders. Can you imagine when they blow that thing up and then it just lets out a huge fart and then, you know, people are getting on the TVs in China and go, oh, you are so stinky. You, you, shoot, you shoot the balloon, now your whole country smell like penguin asshole. You, you, shoot, you stupid American shoot at our balloon. Uh, that, that, that was straight from the CIA, everybody. Just, just want to let you know that I, I, I didn't come up with that one. That's straight from the, uh, um, safe, you know, from, from there. Um, all right. What else do I got on this balloon? Cause we got, we got more balloon talk. Oh, but before we get into further balloon talk, everybody, um, you know, it, it, there aren't too many companies out there that will support stupidity like this. So support the sponsor, Sheet.com. Use promo code RYM. You're going to get yourself 20% off the greatest underwear that's ever graced the balls of man. Get yourself some sheets, especially it's cold right now. You don't want balls flopping all over the place. You want them nice and contained. You want your junk. Um, you see, in the in the summer months, what you want to do is you want to put the balls in the thing, the sheet in the sheet hole, and then it keeps everything separated, which is good. But then also in the winter, it's nice because it cozies it up, and then it's nice and warm, and then you don't freeze your balls off. There's nothing worse than when your balls are getting stuck to your leg and getting all icy cold. That's not what you want. All right. So then you've got, of course former CIA director, and we know how many things this guy's got him right. We, we know that if, if you want to find out what's really going on in the world, you got to be watching CNN, and you got to be getting a take from John Brennan, because this guy used to work at the CIA, used to. It's not like he still is basically in the CIA, just in a new position where he monitors everything that's going on at CIA, gets the talking points from the CIA, and then makes sure that that's the shit that he's saying on air. Hey, hey, that's Russian disinformation, that laptop, so don't be looking at that. And yeah, obviously, we've seen the evidence inside because I'm the ex-CIA guy, so I'm the expert to listen to, and yeah, clearly Trump's working for Russia. I mean, that was obvious. I mean, how many things do you get to get wrong before no longer are you the credentialed, oh, well, this guy's obviously the expert. He used to work at the CIA, and so, you know, he's the guy that we bring on to lie to us because he probably still works at the CIA. So here he goes. Former CIA director says it'd be impulsive to try and shoot down the balloon. I don't get it. 
Well, firstly, if we can't be shooting down the balloon, let, let's at least do something fun with it. Like maybe let's get one of our drones that's got a projector on it and let's just start broadcasting anti-CCP propaganda right onto the balloon. Just start broadcasting the real story about how Fauci worked with them to create this virus, to shut down world economies. Just start broadcasting right on the balloon. Let them send as many balloons as they want over here. And then in response, we'll just broadcast anti-CCP. Well, we'll broadcast uh, footage of the Uyghurs in concentration camps. Let's, let's do that. The number of people that died locked in their homes. Let's just, let's take that as a platform and let's go, hey, China, as many balloons you want to send over here, we'll just use them as basically television monitors and uh, we'll start broadcasting the information. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that No Hick took it out. I'm really surprised that No Hick didn't just look at that and go, no damn China balloon coming into my country and then shoot that shit down. Because, like, come on, uh, dude, a fucking China balloon's got to be better than any, like, rabbit head or moose head that you're putting up on your wall. If anything, that would be fun to shoot down and then just drape over your house as, like, your new roof and be like, yep, that's right. And then instead of shooting them down, when you want to, like, land, what I would do is I would get, like, one of those Red Bull people who's unbelievable with uh, with the parachutes. And I get someone to land right in that thing and then scope out what's in there. Chances are it's just a hooker delivery for Hunter Biden. I mean, that's chance away. You got you to figure out some way to get, like, little children across the border for Eric Sawwell and Hunter Biden. How else do you, you know, uh, ever since our port of entries have been locked down. And by the way, it used to be you'd come in from Mexico, but now there's so many people coming in from Mexico. You don't want your fresh hookers mingling with these, uh, um, with too many poor Mexican people. That brings down the property value. So they've had to figure out new ports of entries when they're bringing in chi young Chinese hookers for our global elites, um, which leaves them with no choice but to start testing these protocols of coming in over the border through China Fresh, can you imagine if they just literally landed in Hunter Biden's backyard and they actually like had footage of uh, that was uh, disgusting. I tried covering up for it with my sleeve, but yes, I did just get snot all over my microphone. So if anyone wants to come over and use my studio, um, you can probably get Corona from the microphone right now. I think there's still, I should probably put some tissues on my desk or start using the heat. Uh, did I have anything else to say about these uh, China balloons, which I'm sure everyone's been talking about that. Oh, and then we finally took it out. After three days, after it collected whatever it needed, we finally took it out. You think this was finally China calling in its favor with Biden? And they're like, all right, listen, we're going to send balloons into your country. We need 24 hours. Just don't shoot it down. And then we're square. You leave those balloons up for 24 hours. We're square on all those payments we made to you and Hunter. We're cool. That's all we need. We just need 24 hours. We got to go over a couple of your military bases. We just need to pick up a little bit of your technology. And then it all would have been worth it. But, all right, we finally shot down these balloons. And you guys can sleep safe at night knowing that China can cross our borders at any point in time with secret balloons that our government, for some reason, doesn't want to shoot down. You would think, like, it just fucking, you know what we should have done? On day one, we should have hired Clint Eastwood to get out there get into some tank and go, you're not sending balloons into my country. Eh, he doesn't sound like that, but let's just work with me here. And then fucking just like, you know, just blast those balloons right out of the sky. We can't be, be getting bitched out and then do my Macy's Day Parade thing. You know, get, get some other Hollywood guy in an old school B2 bomber, but then just be dropping balloons from the skies. Maybe this could be the funnest way to engage in World War III. We'll just bitch each other out with progressively bigger and bigger balloons China can have fun because they can blow up the balloons with, like, their fireworks. They're really into that. And then we could basically just have uh, socialized parades all the time. You can look out your window. 
any point in time, see yourself some pretty old balloons. All right, let's take a couple uh, things here. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Balloons and fireworks go shortly. It's your birthday. Tommy Two Cents. Hooker by balloon is the biggest flex. I couldn't agree more. Tom Pelly. Why are you spending time on this balloon? It's literally hot air bullshit. That's what we do on the show, man. Go watch some different podcast. We're going to talk about the bullshit. We're going to dig in. We're going to give you the best spin on the bullshit that's out there. Sure. Is it a cover-up for Biolabs? Maybe. I don't know. But it's funny. Got big old fucking balloons in our skies. Let's send a condom. Let's do that. Let's blow up a big-ass condom and, like, have people holding on to the ends. Let's have some fun with it. China Balloon Wars 2023. Who saw Who saw it going in that direction? Who had the odds on that one? All right. Next is... If you didn't think that that was enough creepy shit coming from China, China has cloned three super cows that produce more milk than average. You got super cows, they had to clone them to make more moot. And then here's the other thing. Maybe we could just uh, stop having farms flush milk down the drain. There, you solve the milk problem. How great is that? You get the footage of these farmers who are like, I've been flushing milk. And other people are like, do you have any idea how much milk we need? I'm, I'm in a country without any, can you just, and by the way, if we're already going to start fucking cloning clouds to make more milk, can we make it more delicious milk? Maybe like a lactate-free milkshake that comes right out of a cow, but the cow's tits actually look like human tits, and then you go to a diner, and they just plop up the fucking cow's udders right onto the thing, and you can go direct to the cow? That was more of a jerking off motion. That was a little bit gay what I did, but you guys get what I'm saying. You put your mouth right on that fucking cow's udder, which looks more like a human titty, and then milkshakes are coming out. I'm just saying Russia, I mean Russia, China, if you're going to be doing freaky fucking cloning shit that's probably going to give everyone some new version of mad cow's disease and turn on to some new disease where you got to lock everyone into their homes except you turn them into human zombies so you can't keep them in their homes. They're busting out of their homes. They're getting out into the streets. Other people are trying to lock themselves in the homes to stick away from the people that have been taking the cloned cow's milk and now turned into the version of mad cow's disease except they're human being zombie people. Might as well make it more delicious. Let's go bigger. If you guys are going to run freak experiments where you're fucking cows and cloning them just to make more milk, then why not just have more cows? You guys don't even care about the environment. You're, it's not like you guys are concerned with cow farts. Does it really? Is it really that advantageous? Do you got to clone cows? You, you, you guys are playing fucking freakazoid monster doctor to clone a cla- clone cows and and why? Just to have it make three times more milk? That doesn't even sound like it's that much of an advantage. That it's worth the clown, the clown, uh, the cow cloning. All right. Sometimes articles they just seem to repeat themselves. You watch the news long enough, and things they just—it's a cycle where an old story comes back. It's a new story. And so years ago, you had that guy. He's trying to run his uh, good old wholesome, the Christian bakery. He's got a big old cross out in front. He's the—he's out there in the afternoons, running prayer services, talking about the good Lord. And then you got gay couples showing up going, I'm here for a cake. It's for me and this guy who's my penis I put in his butthole. So you got to make us cake, throwing a party. And he's like, but I'm just trying to, to represent the good Lord. I'm trying to make wholesome cakes. When I give diabetic sugar bombs to kids, I want to make sure that that's the, I'm doing the Lord's work when I'm making these products. I don't want to be involved in your gay wedding. And it's an odd thing. Oh, here, I can show I can show the article. Here you go. Colorado baker once sued over gay couple's wedding cake, now in court over refusing to make birthday cake for transgender women. And who announces it? Are you just trying to piss this guy off? 
Like, why don't you just place your order online or on the phone? You really got to show up and go, hi, I'm a transgender person and I'd like a big old penis cake to celebrate the removal or adding on of my penis. I didn't get enough. I actually only read the headline. I, I, I'll be honest. I only read the headline and I don't even know where this fucking headline's from. It could just be a bullshit article. But, you know, work with me here. Uh, I hate this one because it's like you're being forced to provide. Like, it's very hard to own a business. And, like, why should you ever be involved and forced to do labor for someone you don't want to do labor for? And it's not like, I don't know, you're the only surgeon in town and you're refusing to do surgery for a person. It's a fucking birthday cake. This guy can go to anywhere, anywhere in the world and get himself a birthday cake. It really just seems like you're pulling a China balloon move and you're bitching the guy out. You're, it's like a bully move, or it's like, oh, so you like God. Oh, and so you're trying to run a Christian business where you just do things? Yeah? Well, let's see what the government teacher has to say about that. And then they send in a trans person, they go, hi, I'm throwing myself a trans-changing gender party, and I would like for you to make me a cake of a giant vagina, symbolic of my gender change. And I'd like for it to be vagina-shaped, and then I'd like for candles on the top to look like pubic hair, and what I'd like to do is I'd like to light all the pubic hair candles, and I'm 30, so I want 30 of them to represent the 30 years that I spent as the wrong gender. And then what we're going to do is we're going to light the candle, and we're going to get one of my lesbian friends to really breathe on the whole cake and blow it out, but that's going to turn everyone on because she's my one good-looking hot lesbian friend, so no one else is going to be spitting on the cake. Don't worry, it's only going to be the hot lesbian who's spitting on the cake, and I asked her, it's not so much that she's supposed to blow it out as much as she's supposed to, like, really open her mouth, get, like, right above, because here, just to envision the cake, it's a little bit like it's like a diamond shape, and so the bottom half's going to be, like, you know, I want you to really frost this thing to look like a vagina. I know that you have, like, the different cake frosting colors, so we're talking, like, some browns, some pinks, and a little bit of like an opening in the middle. And because uh, I spent money on a high-end vagina. When I got this new vagina, I went high-end. This thing is going to look pristine. So when you're making this vagina that's symbolic about my new vagina, I want you to really, really Van Gogh this up. I, I mean, but not Van Gogh because that would like with swirls and stuff. So that would be like a botch surgery. That's not what I'm looking for this to be representative. So, you know, maybe something more modern. I don't know enough artists to pull another name. And then the candles on top, my lesbian friend is going to huff out the candles and that, and the guy's like, uh, I'll give you a cross. You want a cross? I'll give you a cross. And they're like, that's it. You're going to make that cake or I'm going to get the government involved. You're not allowed to run your wholesome business here. Maybe, maybe that's what his business should be. He should only do cross cakes. Are you allowed to eat cross cakes or would that be, uh, would that be considered spiteful of the Lord as well? All right, let's take some comments. Um, a design of vagina. You know what? Start that. That's actually a pretty good name. You, you should start that company, Design of Vagina. All right. Now we've got, they took, uh, they kicked Mowgli off the committee. Um, yeah, I, she was on the intelligence committee or something of those lines. And they kicked her off for bad reasons. She was just calling out the fact that we probably spend a little bit too much money on Israel, which is a fine thing to point out, but sometimes maybe not the smartest play when you're the one Muslim. I guess I could see why some people find that alarming, but it's a bad thing to take the person off for it. But then they always throw people off committees. I think that's uh, that's what they do. If anything, what the Republicans need to do is get better at being like, yeah, the Democrats are throwing another one of their torture transoms. Like they should be better, almost better at Trumpian and like, all right, yeah, fine. Uh, the children are crying in the corner. Like, enjoy them. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're throwing a fucking temper tantrum. So everyone's a fucking lying loser here. 
You got this lady, uh, Mowgli, she was getting on the news and she was going, well, they're clearly being vindictive because they took Eric Solwell off for no reason. No, he was sleeping with a, with a Chinese spy. You can't be sleeping with Chinese spies and being on the intelligence committee. It's one or the other. I mean, it's pretty cool that you can still work in Congress and they'll be like, yeah, fuck all the Chinese spies you want. They're like, we're all doing weird shit sexually, so we're not going to judge you for the weird shit you do sexually. Just usually our weird sexual thing is with kids and they're not selling off that information because they're not able to process it. And that's actually why we sleep with the kids is because that way when you're stressed out at home, you can leave around documents and you don't have to be concerned about these people. But you've gone the other direction and you're having sex with Chinese Asian spy hookers. And so you can keep your job. We're not even going to investigate what you might have shared with her. We're actually not even going to give you a heads up and give you a call and be like, hey, uh, we've got some intelligence and the Chinese hooker that you're sleeping with is actually intelligence. And you should have known that by the fact that she was uh, attractive and good looking and, and you've got weird lips and a whiny Jew energy. So, you know, we, we're, we're just here as the FBI to give you a heads up. They could have done that. Uh, but instead, no, they, they that, that's how cool the government is with other government employees. Uh, the FBI can know that you're sleeping with a spy and they won't even give you a call. Uh, and uh, as long as your team's in charge, they'll even let you continually have access to classified information so that Chinese spy continues to want to be with you. I mean, that's pretty cool. Talk about looking the other way. We're like, all right, this guy's on the team. He's doing his part. And uh, he actually found himself a hot Asian lady uh, who's a spy. And so he thinks that the lady likes her. So, you know, let him have his moment. And yeah, let's make sure that he continues to have some classified information so he doesn't lose the pretend love of his life. And then the other team comes around and they don't even go, hey, you can't work here anymore. They just go, you can't have access to the secrets. And he goes, but if I don't have access to the secrets, the Chinese spy lady's going to leave me. She's only pretending to love me for the secrets. And they're like, just get a hooker like the rest of us, man. It's fake love anyways. So just, you know, do something else and make some money. Maybe get in on the kid orgies. What are you looking at me for? We can't just be, be giving our Chinese spy information over. And she's going to leave you anyways because uh, Biden is just going to let the balloons come in here and collect information anyways. I, I, I got lost in this story of who's even trying to talk to who. But anyways, so they throw Mowgli off of a committee. And I'm trying to be the most respectful. So I didn't even learn her name. And I'm just referring to her that way. And so the other member of the squad, they have to get together. And they're like, all right, well, we don't really know how to be politicians, but you know what we do know how to do? Be theater kids. And so we can all come up with our own special presentation to show off how infuriated we are. And everyone sits in their corner. It's like, uh, it's like being in our class and everyone's got their assignment and you get to figure out what dumb thing you're going to draw. So they each figure out what kind of dramatic display that they can do to show how outraged they are. Because it's just a big temper tantrum. That's what they do. And they got to get out there and they got to give the best display of a temper tantrum. That's the only way that they're ever going to get ahead. That they're going to be able to make the newspapers rally up their party and show case that they're the best at temper tantruming so they got to sit down and they got they got to come up and everyone goes there you know they got their own creative direction so first is we'll watch uh aoc who went full martin luther king because she, she's got all sorts of different characters sometimes she goes uh, uh super puerto rican 
we we've seen her uh, go very girly like 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 I just like the trees and I like think we can like take down the buildings and so we've seen that we've seen her go oh we I can't do a Puerto Rican I, we've seen her go full Puerto Rican and now we get to watch her go full Martin Luther King and here to start off she's she's she, it looks like she's doing a Hitler but it's not really a Hitler it's more of like a brothers and sisters all right let's give it a watch. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank Thank you. All the way down to slamming her notebook. There you go. Don't tell me, oh, brothers and sisters, don't tell me this government don't have more money. Don't tell me we can't take down the buildings and put up green energy. Don't tell me, brothers and sisters. Do you think she plans for that or it's like talking in tongues? Do you think it's like she just starts feeling a rhythm and she starts just feeling the spirit of MLK and she gets those black people behind her going, you preach, sister, you preach, and then she just starts feeling it and she gets the jazz going? Dude, I, I could get into that. Anyone out there got a whole full soul band? I'll start doing James Brown, Run Your Mouths, like that scene from, uh, oh my God, I've been muted. I'm, I'm retarded, everybody. I don't know if anyone heard any of that. All right, well, we'll figure it out at some point. <laughs> And, and by the way, the improvements here are because the sound, uh, the StreamYard sound was particularly bad. So we're going to start recording locally. And then when I put out the video and audio on uh, um, Spotify and on SoundCloud, I think it's going to be significantly better. And I'm going to continue to tinker with it until it's perfect. Because I was listening back to some of these episodes and I was like, content's good. Sound quality's crap. I can't be having crappy sound quality after all these episodes are as good as they are. And so we're going to be making improvements. Also, the whole backdrop's going to change. We're going to get the green screen going. I got uh, I got some 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 big stuff coming your way, and it's only because of the backing of Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo. That's the wrong way. There you go. Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo, the only place in the world where you can get an entire kilo of Kratom for $60, and we'll show up with fat production checks for the Run Your Mouth podcast. All right. Next, we had another person who wanted to enter the race for the biggest idiot you know, basically, and here was the problem with this lady, was she started running out of time. You know, she she really wants to showcase that she's the dumbest of the squad. And so when everyone was coming up with, like, how they were going to be dramatic, AOC's like, well, I think I can do a good MLK. I'll get out there. I'll do, like, an MLK-type thing. And this other lady's like, I'll just shriek incoherently, and then hopefully I'll be able to work myself up into, like, crying. Because I think if people see a woman crying, then they automatically just assume that you're right and not crazy, and that changes need to be made because a lady is so upset. That's the way it works in the world. You see a lady crying, and you understand that she's that level of upsetness 
And then you got to restructure the entire system because if a lady's that upset, she intuitively, she must be right. Women can never be that upset unless they're being correct about something. And so if I can get out there and I can shriek incoherently and try and work myself up into a frenzy where I can actually cry before the gavel lady comes up and goes, uh, that's over. You're over on the time. And you guys are going to see in a second because the timing's hilarious because she literally goes, I won't be silenced as the gavel lady's like, well, you're over time. So I'm sorry that I have to silence you, but you had four whole minutes to work yourself into a frenzy and start crying. You got to take better acting classes. I mean, AOC, she was able to get right into that uh, uh, Martin Luther King character pretty quickly. She got there. You, you, you had four whole minutes to work yourself into crying. That's not on me. And so let's give a watch um, to uh, a lady who I think she's trying to prove to us that she's mentally unfit to serve. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what she's going for here. She realizes, oh, and by the way, as an aside, unless like you're selling secrets, who really complains about having to work less? If you're at your job and your boss knocks on the door and goes, listen, your job's secure. We're not going to get rid of your job. You're not getting fired from your job, um, but we're just going to have you let, do less work around here. And you're like, well, is this a trick? And they're like, no, nah, actually, we can't even fire you. It's up to the voters. But while you're here, less work. Actually, you can focus on doing things for your local district if you want. If you want to actually help out the voters that voted for you, uh, we're going to free up some of your time and you can start representing those people instead of being involved in these fancier things that don't really have much to do with your district. Um, but how fishy is that? I mean, what kind of people complain about having less work to do while getting paid the same amount of money? All right, anyways, but you got this other lady. She went in a different direction, tried crying within three minutes, couldn't pull it off, trying to prove to the American people that she's mentally unfit to serve. Now, let's give that a watch. Fired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. The, the gentleman is no longer recognized, and the, the gentleman from Mississippi is recognized. This debate today in hate. It is so painful to watch. How ironic that the so-called love. I'm sorry. We just we have to watch that freak out again. It's too good. They introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Where are? The free speech warriors today. The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are. Isn't it kind of fun how some once someone else drops the MLK, no other rhythm sounds as good? You're just like, something's missing here. There's just something. It's just, it's not working for me. Are really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time sorry, has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentlewoman is no longer recognized. Oh my God. I mean, she's talking about being on a committee like the government's rounding up kids. And by the way, I've been there before. I've been there where, uh, you know, you know that you're about to hit a big closer that will actually get a laugh and you've been bombing and you just want to get off stage with a laugh so you can leave with your big with your dignity. And then you get the light 
and now you're distracted by the light because you're going a little bit over, but you know your act, you know that you're 10 seconds away from hitting that laugh, and then all of a sudden people are freaking out because they think you're running the light and you're just trying to get there. That's her. She was like, she didn't time it out correctly. She thought she was going to hit her big crying thing. She started getting the gavel, and she's like, shit, I got to cry. I only got, fuck, I'm not even close to tears. And so then she pulled more of just the crid, kid shrieking type deal. All right, we've got, I think, one more topic. Oh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is up there charging $100 a ticket to give a speech titled, It's Okay to Be Angry with Capitalism. And I can write that speech for him. You, you should be mad. Not all people are able to make $250,000 in one night and wear nice gloves. You guys are not a senator with the ability to get onto the news. You don't have the power that I have that you're able to give speeches about absolutely nothing and make $250,000 plus in a single evening from the ticket master. Tickets are, look at, look at all the blue. There's still a lot of tickets available. Not uh, even though I have free advertising and power from being in the Senate, I still am not able to move enough tickets. I should probably be working the private gigs. I should probably be doing the things like what Bernanke does. He just gets a $250,000 from a bank. I speak out about the banks. Instead, I represent the trees. And so if you come to my speech, I, I, I will make a lot of money telling you why you should be mad that I am able to make all this money because of power and you are still just a loser because the system does nothing for you. But that's why you need to give more money to the government so that me and my friends can continue to be millionaires and make money yelling about the billionaires. So help me not help you by yelling about them and buy a ticket for my speech. There you go. I, I just saved you $100. Now you, don't even need a, now you don't even need to go to his speech. All right, and now, in order to be respectful to, uh, to YouTube, because I like being an upstanding member of this community. I understand that there are... Um, uh, oh, that's good. Yes, Count Sanders. That, that, that is what that sounds like. That is a good call from GMSLLC. Haven't pulled out the Sanders in a while. Maybe, maybe he is coming off more vampire-y. Uh, all right, we're going down from YouTube. We thank YouTube. We salute YouTube for being the place that everyone likes looking at stuff, even though you guys uh, have the most active community. And that's why everyone likes YouTube so much, because you've created such a respectful platform where people can only share the ideas that have already been pre-screened by government and communicated down to channels as to what's been allowed. And that's why everyone likes the platform so much. And so we understand that people love the YouTube platform because it engages with government and ensures that all of the media here is safe. And so we're respectful of that. And so when we get into topics where we're more openly exploring the readily available information and asking questions that might not be in line with the official narrative as presented, and so therefore, it, it, that's not a part of the community. So we, we, go to, we go to the other platforms. So right now, uh, Robbie the Fire, all one word. You can, uh, uh, I take live comments. I think they come in from, uh, from Twitch, or you can uh, watch on Twitter. Or you guys can wait within an hour. We'll have the whole episode up on all platforms with good audio. All right. Come down from YouTube number one. Removed. Come down from YouTube number two. Remove. And the uh, formal leaving of the YouTube platform is brought to you by YoDelta.com. Dude, I've been eating those gummies late at night. 
not the whole gummy, just like a little bite off the edge of a gummy. And I keep the watermelon slices in the freezer so that they're like, they're hard and tough and you don't just want to like eat the whole thing because they are delicious, but you don't want to fall into the trap of accidentally eating too many gummies because they're delicious. That's some rookie ass move shit. But dude, at night when I've been having my whiskey, going to bed, take a little bite off the edge of a Yo Delta. Oh man, that's a good time. All right. Here we go. So there was a little bit more video that came out. And this is part one of the things I hate about Project Veritas. I know I've, I've shat on them quite a bit. I both appreciate the work because they provide us with some decent content. We've had some hot takes. We've had some fun videos. And then there's also uh, like an annoyingness in the way that they do it. You can watch previous episodes. I've already slammed them quite a bit. Uh, but the, the, the selective editing is also something that is a red flag for me. Because it's like, just just show me the whole thing. If you're just like highlighting chunks, then it's hard for me to know uh, how genuine this is because I don't know what, like the guy could have started off the date with going, hey, I'm a filthy rotten liar and uh, I want to showcase how evil the company I work with is because I think that's going to help me get inside your, your asshole. And then within that context, you know, the guy already set up the fact that he's going to be lying the whole time. Anyways, new video came out um, where he has something to say about uh, um, menstrual issues since people have been vaccinated. And uh, let's give this a watch. Something irregular about their menstrual cycle, so people have to investigate that down the line. Yeah. Well, because that is a little concerning. The vaccine shouldn't be interfering with that, so we don't really it, know. It shouldn't? It shouldn't. Like that. But is it? There's something happening, but we don't know if we're going well, I mean, you're a urologist, so you must understand, like, what's going on with it, right? Like, so that's why I understand that it's weird. I hope we don't find out that, like, there's somehow this mRNA, like, lingers in your body. I mean, like, has, because it has to be impacting something hormonal stuff. They impact menstrual cycles. Yeah, or, like, the entire next generation is, like, super fucked up. Could you imagine the scale? We can stop there, but just the idea that Pfizer might be recognizing that there's a possibility that the mRNA could be doing something really bad and not being sure about it, but still publicly recommending the vaccine. So in other words, something goofy is happening with menstruation. And Pfizer, while they're out there pushing the vaccine, is, I guess, behind closed doors going, well, we hope that's not from us, because if that is from us, that would mean that the mRNA is lingering and somehow affecting people's hormones. And we don't, we don't know why that would be happening, but we can tell you it would probably be bad. That's pretty alarming. So they're out there publicly going, hey, this is safe and effective. But then behind closed doors, they're going, oh, shit, I hope that's not from us. But nobody look into it because if publicly we acknowledge it and we look into it, we can't publicly still be selling it. That's part of it. It's like things come up and they can't have any records of even themselves thinking about it because then it's like, hey, you guys clearly knew about this and you said nothing. But if then internally they just say nothing and they don't even look into it, they go, yeah, we had no reason to be concerned. But now you have the guy and he's actually saying, yeah, that could be a problem. But publicly, hey, safe and effective. All right, I think I got one more thing here. Oh, no, that article wasn't that good, so I didn't end up pulling it up. That's our episode, everybody. We did it. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, I got mad tour dates coming at you with Davey Smith. This weekend, we're going to be in Dallas. 
Um, go to comicdavesmith.com. You can get all the dates. I had a blast with Justin Silver last night. Hopefully he comes through with more gigs. He's always a pleasure to work with. Um, two weekends from now, I'm going to be with BK Chris in Buffalo, New York. We're both opening up for Ryan Long. That is the drinking crew. Love watching Ryan Long headline. He's hilarious. Always have fun hanging out with BK Chris. If you're up in the Buffalo area, um, that's going to be a lot of fun. They're all weekend at uh, Helium. Uh, and then Davey Smith dates all across the country. And I'm waiting to get all the Dave Smith dates because then I'm going to start filling in other dates. I do have one independent date, which is I'm going to be back with Kyle Ruff in Steamboat. If you guys want to get some skiing in, but don't come ski with me and then not come for the show. Even though I've I, like some people were really cool, have done that in the past, actually taught me how to ski in the woods. So that was fucking awesome. But like I'll, I'll, I'll ski with some people in the afternoon, but then hang out for the fucking comedy show. You know what I mean? Uh, and anyways, they got some of those locals up there are fucking hilarious. I've enjoyed those shows every single time, uh, including Kyle. Uh, but we're going to start putting together some porch tour dates. So hit me up. Rob's newsroom at gmail.com. If you've got venues, I'm doing now, uh, um, firstly, that's actually the easiest gigs to put together. Cause I don't have to be concerned. I'm going to show up to your house and you're going to murder me. Um, because I feel like I got to somewhat screen people's houses just because other fans are coming out there. I mean, you rape my asshole. That's one thing, but I can't have other fans showing up and then you're raping their assholes too. That's not, that, that's not good for my business long-term, you know, at some point you end up in the newspaper, Robbie, the fire Bernstein put together a summer porch door and everyone's assholes got raped. That's not the business I'm looking to run here. Um, so it's actually easier at venues. Like for example, I've now done a third Awesome show at Fifth Company Brewing in Perryville, Maryland. We're going to be doing shows monthly there. i got to book out the next one. Uh, but And then Arizona, we had a fan hit me up. He had his rock club. Uh, and then we had, uh, I don't know which other ones we've done. Anyways, I'm waiting to get all the Davy Smith tour dates, and then I'm going to start filling in the other weekends. And before you know it, it's going to be April, May, June, July, August. Hopefully I have new uh, material so we can re-hit some of the, some of the classic locations like uh, Nashville. we we got to be doing that farm again with CPU God, then of course, we're going to be by Max's. There's no question we're going to be back by Max's. But anyways, hit me up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. You got a venue with the back room? You got a friend with the venue in the back room? Want me to put together a show in your town? A little stand-up, a little live podcast action? Hit me up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. We are going to start filling in the tour date soon. In the meantime, go to comicdavesmith.com because, um, dude, these club weekends have been absolutely fantastic. And, um... We got some good ones coming up. All right, that's our show. Thanks for hanging out with me. Have a great day. Bye. It's over. We're done. Hopefully the stream stops soon because it's always weird when I got to talk while it's doing that.